Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 269, The Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, Year B. Hello everyone and I hope that you're having a happy Christmas season. I do hope too that you're having a peaceful and blessed Christmas. We continue to pray for people near and far who are still experiencing real hardship from the COVID pandemic. Thanks be for so many compassionate, generous people around who are doing everything they can to be of assistance to others in this time of need. This Christmas season is not just one day. In fact, in the Catholic Church, it's an octave, eight days that allow us to more deeply experience the joys and the significance of this great feast of Christ's birth, God made flesh and living among us. And what better feast than today's celebration, very fittingly within this octave of Christmas, of the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. This wonderful Holy Family had real difficulties and hardships throughout their lives, and their prayers and example help us to this day, as we're inspired by their constant response to God of profound faith, hope and love. The Word became flesh And walked side by side He saw our darkness And reached out in kind God sent His only begotten Into this world So we might know true peace And greatest love unfurled Those who walk in shadow Now walk in the light Ones who stray further still
The shepherds went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and welcome as we gather to offer praise and prayers on this wonderful day within the octave of Christmas, the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. As we prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us acknowledge our sins. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to Let us pray, inspired by the shining example of the Holy Family. O God, who were pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them in practising the virtues of family life and in the bonds of charity. And so, in the joy of your house, delight one day in eternal rewards. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen.
A reading from the book of Genesis. The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no offspring, and so a slave born in my house is to be my heir. But the word of the Lord came to him, This man shall not be your heir, no one but your very own issue shall be your heir. The Lord brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the father of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. God said to Abraham, As for Sarah your wife, you shall not call her Sariah, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of peoples shall come from her. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son whom Sarah bore him. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Now Sarah said, God has brought laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, Who would ever have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The Word of the Lord
The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Give thanks to the Lord, tell his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Or sing to him, sing his praise. Tell all his wonderful works. Be proud of his holy name. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Consider the Lord and his strength. Constantly seek his face. Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles, the judgments he spoke. O children of Abraham, his servant, O children of the Jacob he chose. He remembers his covenant forever, his promise for a thousand generations. The covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he set out not knowing where he was going. By faith, Sarah herself though barren, received power to conceive, even when she was too old, because she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one person, and this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. By faith, Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac. He who had received the promises was ready to offer up his only begotten son, of whom he had been told. It is through Isaac that descendants shall be named for you. Abraham considered the fact that God is able even to raise someone from the dead. And figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. The Word of of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets. Now He speaks to us through His Son. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 2, verses 22 to 40. 
When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph brought the child Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for the glory of your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed. And a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of eighty-four. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When Mary and Joseph had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favour of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord As we continue on our journey through this Christmas season, this Feast of the Holy Family is a really important celebration, straight after the Feast of the Nativity of our Lord and within the octave of Christmas. At this time of year we give sincere thanks for the love, nurturing and support that family can give us, and the love, example and intercession which the Holy Family give us on our life's journey. We think of those countless acts of kindness and love and sacrifices by our parents and families. When we were young, we surely didn't fully appreciate the scale of it all. When we get older and have families of our own or watch with admiration brothers and sisters and friends raising their own beloved families, we start to deeply appreciate what our parents must have given and sacrificed out of love. We are truly grateful to God for this. We also are very mindful at this time of people whose family life has been extremely difficult 
and who did not have that so important support that others take for granted. That is, not everyone in this world has been blessed with an unconditionally loving and accepting family who support one another. We give thanks for mentors and all people who've been good role models and sources of care and protection for the young. These people have been family to others beyond the ties of blood, which is so important. We keep in mind at this time families all over the world who have done it really tough this year due to COVID illnesses, distance, separation and financial hardships and worries. The Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph are the patron saints of supporting one another and sticking together when things are going terribly wrong around them and their wonderful example and inspiration to us. When we take a look at the very first Christmas, we quickly realise that life for the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph was anything but smooth sailing. The joy and hope of this celebration comes from the fact that God came into our world and made a home with us when everything was going really badly for the world. The first Christmas came at a terrible time of unrest for people in Israel who were suffering under the foreign domination of a pagan empire which would have horrified and disgusted the people who were deeply religious. And the empire had values quite opposed to many of the sacred religious values of the Jewish people. Mary and Joseph have terrible trials themselves. They're forced to take a dreadfully difficult trip to Bethlehem when Mary is imminently due to give birth. This would have been a difficult trip at the best of times, but it must have been extremely difficult for an expectant mother at the end of her term. They arrive at their ancestral hometown and there's nowhere to stay. They're forced to sleep in a barn and Mary gives birth to a baby surrounded by animals. The baby is placed in a food trough where the animals normally eat. Then the poorest and lowliest outcasts in society at that time, the shepherds, are the first to hear about the birth and come to pay their humble respects. Very soon after the birth, Mary and Joseph get no respite because they have to take the baby Jesus and flee for their lives, becoming refugees from King Herod's murderous jealousy. They escape just in time into exile in a foreign land. And today's gospel which is a truly wonderful gospel, we hear of the prophet Simeon and the prophetess Anna in the temple. They praise God for Jesus, who is the one who will not only save Israel, but who comes to save all the world, Jewish people and Gentiles alike. But then Simeon turns to Mary and warns her that her difficulties have only just begun and that her life will be touched by a sword of extraordinary suffering and sorrow as the implications of loving and caring for her only son will touch her life deeply too. Mary realises that her beloved son must tread a loving path of indescribable suffering and sacrifice for our sakes. Mary and Joseph also had countless incidents when they just had to trust in what God was doing. And all the while they were plunged into confusion about what it all could mean. They trusted in God and supported each other, especially at times when things were not clear and did not make sense to them. And this made all the difference. The Holy Family 
are really a wonderful inspiration to us and they're also our prayerful support for us. On this feast day and within this wonderful Christmas season, we give sincere, heartfelt thanks for family and the support and strength that we can give each other along life's long and sometimes very difficult journey with all its joys and its sorrows, its graces and its temptations. Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, pray for us. The Nicene Creed I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The family of Nazareth calls us to the manger. Now in faith we come to pray for the needs of all. For the family of God, that the church may be united in heart, mind and voice. Let us pray to the Lord. For the family of the world, that our efforts for peace will end conflict and division. Let us pray to the Lord. For families in need, that during this season we may be aware of their situation and offer practical assistance. Let us pray to the Lord. For this family of faith, that we will show the love of God's only Son to all we meet. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will grant them healing, peace and strength. Let us pray to the Lord. For the family of God who have gone before us into eternal life, that they may find now light, happiness and peace, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. 
Eternal Trinity, we ask you to hear us, be close to us, and with the intercession of the Holy Family, grant our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. We offer you, Lord, the sacrifice of conciliation, humbly asking that through the intercession of the Virgin Mother of God and Saint Joseph, you may establish our families firmly in your grace and your peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. 
For through him, the holy exchange that restores our life has shone forth today in splendour. When our frailty is assumed by your word, not only does human mortality receive unending honour, but by this wondrous union we too are made eternal. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church. Be pleased to grant her peace, to guard, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant Ken, and all those who, holding to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you, For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all those who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls, in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. Celebrating the most sacred night on which Blessed Mary, the Immaculate Virgin, brought forth the Saviour for this world, and in communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever-Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, and blessed Joseph, her spouse, your blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers, in all things we may be defended by your protecting help. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept the oblation of our service, that of your whole family. Order our days in your peace and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation and counted among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable, so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many 
for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed Passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord, we, your servants and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty, from the gifts that you have given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of your servant Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith and the offering of your high priest Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask you, Almighty God, command that these gifts be borne by the hands of your holy angel to your altar on high, in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing. Remember also, Lord, your servants, who have gone before us with the sign of faith, and rest in the sleep of peace. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ a place of refreshment, light and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into their company, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon, through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, fill them with life, bless them, and bestow them upon us. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours, for ever and ever Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity 
in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body, and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Our God has appeared on earth and lived among us. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. Yeah.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Bring those you refresh with this heavenly sacrament, most merciful Father, to imitate constantly the example of the Holy Family, so that after the trials of this world we may share their company forever. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone and stay safe and happy and peaceful travelling on the roads. I pray that the end of this calendar year and the beginning of a new year brings you an ever deeper experience of God's compassion, peace and love. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. The Roman Missal, 3rd edition, 2010, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms by the Grail, 1963 and 2009. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg, Together We Pray, 1993. St. Ralph Sherwin, Gloria, written and sung by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, 2011, ccwatershed.org. The Christmas Hymn, Word Made Flesh, by Paul W. Kelly, based upon John's Gospel, 1 verse 14, 1 John 4 verse 9, and Isaiah 9 verses 2, 6 and 7 arranged and sung by Stefan Kelk with Adjusted Lyrics 2020. Traditional hymns performed by the Bobby Cole Chamber Choir, licensed via shockwavesound.com. Production KER 2020. May God bless and keep you.